This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Francesa Sunday Night Podcast and week two, which was crazier than most, and that's saying something about the NFL these days. Now where no lead is safe, we are here as the Giants are now 2-0, and and the Jets are 1-1 and after one of the most unlikely, crazy, come-from-behind wins that you could ever imagine in a day where no lead in this league was safe. That's the headline. We'll get to that as we get to go around the league. But first, let's start with the more normal game. The Giants get a win for the second weekend. The thing you like about this is this is a game, just like week one, that the Giants have lost so many times in recent years. This is a game that normally you'd be writing the epithet and saying, They could have did this. They could have won here. They could have won here. They could have made a play here. Instead, the Giants are making plays. They get the 56-yard clutch field goal from Gano. They get the third down run for a first down to ice it by Daniel Jones, who had an up-and-down week two. You get it with a third down blitz with a lot of defenders on the sidelines with either small to middling injuries, you now have a defensive coordinator who is known to be incredibly aggressive and his third down, third down safety blitz made Carolina punt and they had a hope with three timeouts they could get the ball back. They couldn't. The Giants ran the clock out. What they have done the first two weeks is Find ways to win rather than lose. And that is what this coaching staff has provided for the second week in a row. They are on the right page. They are in the right spots at the right times, making the right calls. And the team is making the plays it needs to make. Let's be honest. Giants weren't very good on Sunday. They were not very good today. They had a chance to break the game open early when they got two turnovers and their drive stalled for field goals. They couldn't run the ball early. Daniel Jones was very fortunate that he did not throw an awful pick six right before the half. He was so fortunate because it should have been a pick six. He had exceptions dropped, wound up with no turnovers on the day, made some plays with his legs. Barkley couldn't get going in the first half, got going late. They wound up running the ball at least what you would call efficiently. Only had 265 yards for the game, but Carolina only had 275 yards. And when they had to get a drive, they got a drive. And when they had to get a stop, they got a stop. When they had to get a first down, they got a first down. When they needed to get the ball back, they got the ball back. 
They have made the right calls. They have made the big plays, and they have done what winning teams do. Now, we're not ready to call them a winning team. There's still a lot of things that you have to be worried about with this team. There's still some very, very distinct weaknesses. And now the Dallas game came up a lot harder than we all figured in week number three because Dallas beats the Bengals, sacks them six times. Bengals have allowed 13 sacks in two weeks. Bengals are already 0-2. This is not about the Bengals right now, but the Giants now will play a Cowboy team that did a very good job in week number two and stunned everybody. None of us thought the Cowboys were going to beat the Bengals today, and they did. You know, they did. They got out in front. They held on. They came back and got the winning field goal. So the Cowboys get the win as they get ready to come to New York for week number three. The Giants will get the Bears after they get the Cowboys. Games they could win, and now they sit here at, 2-0. Like I said, there's a lot of things that have to be cleaned up about this game. There are injuries that you have to be concerned about, especially on defense. You're wondering about where certain receivers are and where the passing attack is down in, down out. But they made enough plays. And what I really liked was I really liked the safety blitz dialed up on third down. That's the kind of aggressive we're going to make a play. We're not going to sit back and get beat. Make a play uh, when we have to that you expect from this kind of defensive coordinator a wonderful call on the safety blitz. They get the sack, and they wind up icing the game after Jones gets the 11-yard run on third and six as Carolina then can no longer stop the clock as the Giants get to take a knee and go to 2-0. and So for the Giants, like I said, one pretty. You could pick on a lot of things in this game. There's a lot of things that have to be cleaned up before you consider this a team that is going somewhere. But you know what? They're not 1-1. One one. They're not 0-2. They are 2 and oh, and that is a very nice, has a very nice ring to it after two games. Now, the Jets, unbelievable. And you know what? If you want to go so far as to say they answered the bell and backed up their coach, go ahead. You know what? Makes for a nice storyline. The bottom line is the Jets looked like this game was done. When Chubb got his third touchdown of the day, with a minute and change left, you figured, all right, here it is. Jets beaten again, 30-17. to 17. They missed the extra point, which no one in the world thought mattered in the least. What you're thinking is, hey, if I get a Jet touchdown, I'm going to win a bet on a backdoor cover at six. I'm going to you know, get six and the line six and a half. Maybe that went through your head. But you're never thinking the Jets are going to come back and win the game. They, the Browns then won. Think about it. 13 down, 122 left, left, no timeouts. The Browns let Davis get away on just an absolute complete breakdown defensively. So the Jets are now with a gift, easy walk-in touchdown. Now it's 30-24, and you're lining up for a onside kick. Now remember, this is a different NFL now. Onside kicks are pretty much a formality 
They only click at 14%. You're stunned when what happens. Voila, what happens? The Jets recover the onside kick, and here they come. Are they now going to finally put the finishing touch on this? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. To their rookie, Wilson, who had a very good day with eight catches for 102 yards. Hall had a good day. Wilson had a very good day. They have established themselves very quickly here. We told you that they were upgraded in a lot of positions. They are. But they have to get the play from quarterback. They have to protect here in a mobile quarterback who's older and who, if you get sacked, has a good chance of losing the ball and can also be forced into big mistakes. We know that can happen here. Yes, Cleveland moved the ball pretty much on the Jets all day. Chubb gave them a hard time. No question about it. But they come back, get the lead. Now Cleveland is making a move, and then they get the pick to end that. And the Jets stun the Browns from 13 down with a minute and change left with no timeouts, getting an onside kick in between and winning it. 31-30, one of the real amazing Jet wins in a very, very long time. And to say that their head coach needed it would be the understatement of the year. This was a good one. This was an amazing one, just an absolute stunner in every way. And there's plenty of things alike. Let's see how bad some of the injuries are because they sure had guys falling by the wayside and key guys. Guys, you don't want to see get hurt. Let's hope they're not that badly hurt. We'll, look, we'll deal with that in the next couple of days. Right now, all you want to think about is the positives, and the positives are the Jets come from 13 down in the final moments of this game, execute every which way, and win the game. They get a big pass play of 66 yards for a touchdown. They get a onside kick recovery. They get a bunch of good plays on that last nine-play drive, including the game winner to Wilson. And then to ice it, to make sure they don't get beat by a long field goal, Cleveland last week won the game with a 58-yarder. They get the pick to ice the game, and the Jets are winners. So the Jets, from 13 down, win against the Browns, stun the Browns to go to 1-1. and At an unlikely occurrence, An unbelievable victory. You can see the Jet fans with their smiles as big as the Empire State Building tonight. And you know what? They've earned it. They they deserve it. It was a wild victory and one of the real unlikely wins we've seen in a long time on a day of unlikely wins. I mean, this league is just berserk. I mean, think about it. Arizona was down 20 nothing to the Raiders. They got destroyed last week. They were getting beat around today. Next thing you know, they come back, win the game in overtime, 29-23 from 20 nothing down. Miami was down 28-7. They were down 35-14 in the fourth quarter to Baltimore, which had made big play after big play and moved the ball all day. Two is sixth for all those who I remember saying two couldn't play in this league. 465 and six touchdowns was all he had today with his very speedy receivers in Hill and Waddle, who were both unbelievable today. They had four touchdowns between them and had over 
360 yards of offense receiving yards uh, in the game. So they were both uh, enormously explosive. Dolphins come from 35-14 down in the fourth quarter to win 42-38. Two of four, 65, and six touchdowns. Arizona, 20 down wins. Miami, 21 down wins. Jets, 13 down in the final minute and a half win. Rams up 31 to 10 in the fourth quarter against a overmatched Falcon team. Completely unravel. Big fumble, punt blocked. Next thing you know, they're holding on for dear life, 31-27 against the Falcons. So think about how many enormous leads were lost. Three teams blew from 13 to 21-point leads and lost the game. You had another team blow a 21-point lead and just hold on for dear life, the defending Super Bowl champs. What a wild, wild day in the National Football League. But here in New York, the Giants are 2-0. and The Jets are 1-1 and off the stirring comeback victory. And things are looking up for New York football. We'll go around the league quickly right after this. You're listening to the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Some thoughts on a week number two in the National Football League. We mentioned the locals. We also mentioned that the Cowboys... Behind their backup quarterback and some and a makeshift offensive line did get six sacks against Burrow and beat the Bengals twenty seventeen on a late field goal. So the Bengals are zero and two and reeling, absolutely zero and two and reeling right now, and have to be very concerned about them uh, as they get ready to come to New York and play the Jets next week. So uh, the Giants will get the Cowboys on Monday night. The Cowboys are 1-1. and The Bengals will be a very desperate 0-2 when they arrive in town. Okay, next week, already at 0-2, and they have allowed 13 sacks in two weeks. A stunning number. The Lions had a huge lead. Washington kept trying to come back. They just couldn't hold the Lions down. Lions win it 36-27. to The Bucks and Tom Brady finally beat the Saints, but that's not the story of this game. The story of this game, this game was 3-3, and the Saints' defense was in command. The Saints were in the red zone, and Ingram fumbles. The Saints come back, and they're in the end zone, and Winston throws a pick. He throws three picks in the fourth quarter. They have four, four, four fourth quarter turnovers and lose the game 20 to 10. Their defense should sue for non-support. Terrible performance by Winston. Uh, they didn't have Kamara today with the ribs. Um, big fumble by, by Ingram. They would have had, if they had gotten a lead in this game, I think they would have won it. Instead, they handed the game on a platter to Brady and the Bucks. The Pats beat the Steelers 17-14. It was the kind of game you figured it would be. Pats actually 
were more in command of this game than the final score indicates. Uh, and they even their record at one and one. The Steelers are one and one. The Colts continue to have trouble early in the season. We know they were beat up today again. Some injuries on the offensive line. Pittman out. Shaq Leonard out. But the Jaguars, they came to play today. Their defense did a very, very good job holding the Colts. This is the Colts with Jonathan Taylor to 54, 54 yards rushing, sacking Matty Ice five times. The Jaguars' defense can play. Taylor had 54 yards on nine carries. That's concluding a 21 late in the game after it was over. He had nothing for most of the game. Their defense played great. Lawrence did a good job. Lawrence, 25 of 30, 235, two touchdown passes to Kirk, wasn't sacked, wasn't intercepted, played the clean kind of game that you expect to see a good quarterback play. Jaguars are going to be a dangerous team, and the Colts, who are 0-1-1, have got to find themselves in a hurry. They are a talented team, but they got to get people healthy and get going. We talked about the Ravens unraveling at 35-14 and uh, allowing the Dolphins to come from 35-14 back and win that game. I mean, the Ravens had... 473 yards of offense. The Dolphins had 547 yards of offense. Tua's performance was unbelievable. 36 of 50 for 469 and six touchdowns. You heard me right. Six touchdowns. And the receivers just put on a show. That's all you can say. A show. Hill, 11 catches for 190 and two touchdowns. Waddle, 11 catches for 171 and two touchdowns. That is just stunning stuff from their two big wide receivers. I mentioned the Rams holding off the Falcons. The Seahawks, you knew they were going to come back to earth. They're not a good team. They were lucky to win the other night when the, when the Broncos screwed everything up on the goal line, fumbled twice going in, missed a field goal late, uh, played terribly and played dumb. Uh, Broncos played dumb again today. I'll get to that in a minute. But the Niners bounced back, and the Niners will actually be better. If you didn't hear it, Lance is hurt, and he's hurt. He's out for a while. Um, He left in a body cast. Um, Garoppolo stepped in, did his job, uh, they went on to a 27-7 win, and they're lucky they have Garoppolo to be the quarterback. They've won with him before. They've been to a Super Bowl with him. They know they can win with him. I know they don't want him long term, uh, but Lance is not around, and he wasn't playing well anyway, and they went on to a 27-7 win. Broncos won 16-9, but the Broncos and their head coach, who is being blistered already in Denver, have got to run these games better. I mean, they're clueless. In the first half, the, Do- the Broncos should have had at least 14 points they didn't have. Uh, they have been, in these first two games, just ridiculous on the goal line. Absolutely ridiculous. Where they have settled, either turned the ball over or settled for field goals. Just awful. Uh, the Texans led 9-6. Broncos put up 10 points after that. 
but it was not an impressive game again by the Broncos. Uh, but they did get to one and one. Their defense did what you would expect, held them to 234 yards. Broncos had 350 yards, but they continue to make mistakes, and their coaching staff looks overmatched at this point. It really does. And I mentioned the Cardinals coming from behind as they did, putting up 16 points in the fourth quarter and then scoring in overtime. Uh, Murray was 31 of 49 for 277. Um, Crazy game. Devastating loss for the Raiders, who were already 0-2. So you have the Raiders at 0-2 blowing a 20-point lead at home. You have the Bengals 0-2, losing to a backup quarterback and a beat-up Dallas team in every way. A Dallas team that should have been looking for the exit today, and they lose to that team to fall to 0-2, and their quarterback has been sacked 13 times in the first two games. They're 0-2. Colts are 0-1-1 and have really playing the Texans, and the Jaguars, they shouldn't be 0-1-1. They are. You have to be concerned about that. The Panthers are 0-2, and Rule is on the hot seat. The owner there is not happy. They have lost two very tough games, two very winnable games. But you know what? He is going to have a very short leash and a short life in Carolina, the way this is headed right now. It is not headed in a, a good situation, in a good way at all. Uh, and uh, this was a game they needed to win, and they didn't. So just a bizarre, bizarre day in the league. Big leads blown right and left. Stunning win for the Jets. Stunning win for the Dolphins. Stunning win for Arizona. Uh, really just stunning wins for these teams from behind um, and some wild, wild uh, games. And give the Cowboys credit. Everybody wrote them off today against the, uh, against the Bengals. None of us thought they would beat the Bengals and Burrow today. And what happened? They win the game. Their backup quarterback plays well. They get six sacks. That was a very, very good win. We'll see you. We have a lot to do this week. Uh, the baseball is winding down as both teams head towards October. Hey, You know, the Yankees, they weren't impressive in Milwaukee. We know that. But they did win today. The Mets, the Grom gave up the three-run homer after the strikeout fest. The enormous amount of strikeouts the Mets got today, 20 in all, 13 from the Grom. They won the game, so they've come back and won against the Pirates after having a rough uh, couple of series against bad teams. They handled the Bucs. Uh, they had to because the Braves keep winning, and right now the Mets are only one game in front, and they want to be able to win this division. Yes, they're only one win from clinching a playoff spot. We know they're going to the playoffs. They want, they want to and need to, if they want to get to the promised land, need to win this division. Yankees, I think, will hold on, but they have a lot of issues. And judges now seriously flirting with a triple crown. Seriously. He's got the two in the bank. And now he's only, I believe, as of this evening, at one point off the batting title. So it's going to be something else to look at down the stretch. We'll get to a lot of different things this week. Mike uh, Francesa Podcast, send us your emails at Podcast at gmail.com. 
Be looking for it on the Bet Rivers Network and wherever your podcasts are distributed. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, it's Mike Miss here. What a time to be a Philly sports fan, and you can share the excitement with me each week on the Mike Missinelli podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Listen and subscribe to the Mike Missinelli podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts.